podcast by Sunset. Yeah, Woo-hoo. we're, uh, oh man, my mic is so loud. Yeah? Yeah, that's kind of, I think it, we were just saying, I didn't, don't want to have to buy a new mic, but I think, I don't know, this mic has got something wrong with it. Yeah. I don't have headphones today, so I can't hear it popping. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I am flying blind. Yeah, we, uh, we, we took a little, just a short little getaway to Coeur d'Alene Lake and uh, just to get away for a few days and and uh, spend some focus time kind of well, just brainstorming yeah and resting just, and just us yeah you know yeah. but already we get here and like one day in and we're like we miss little man so much oh I know <laughs> we we invited them to come up tomorrow so we'll see yeah. if they make it yeah is this weird for you that I have headphones on yeah and, you and I can't hear I can't I can't really tell how my sound is coming through. So also I am, let's see, I had wine during our brainstorming. I had wine in the bathtub. I had wine on the deck at the sunset. And now I've got another drink in front of me. And now you got I another have, drink. This could be the most unpredictable podcast yet. <laughs> right. Well, we are on mini vacation. Okay. I'm going to do something. I'm going to take my headphones off. Okay. Okay. And we're just going to, we're going to. We're just going to talk. Fly, fly deaf. I was going to say fly <laughs> blind, but we're flying deaf <laughs> okay. a little bit. So uh, but that's fine. What did you put in front of me? Okay, because these so are very big mugs of something. They are, but I measured <laughs> them out so they're not, I didn't make us ridiculous drinks. I just, I made normal drinks. Okay. Uh, so this is a form of a Moscow mule, but of okay. course they don't have copper mugs just hanging out in the vacation rental. Well, I Which say, is course, good because I don't. can't stand those mugs. They make my teeth hurt. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like. It's, it's the equivalent of nails on a chalkboard for me. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, so these are just big, fat-ass glass mugs. And uh, and so I made Moscow Mules. Okay, but here's the other thing, too. We There's, like, a number of exciting things for me in this. Uh, first of all, you got me a soda stream for Christmas. Did we yeah. talk about this last week, last time, I last podcast? No I don't remember. You got me a soda stream for Christmas. Yeah. And so I have been soda streaming the shit out of everything. (laughs) Um, We've had root beer. We've had tonic water. We've had like everything you can think of except wine. You have not soda streamed wine yet. Not yet, but I'm going to. (laughs) So, um, so the, uh, the Moscow mules, we actually got like a, well, it's a ginger ale. It's not a ginger beer, but it's a, you know, ginger ale, ale kind of syrup to make your own soda streams. And so I use that. And then the Soda Stream tonic water, or not tonic water, I guess it's just club soda. And then we found a vodka that we really like. Yeah. Um, and so this is, I can't, I'm not going to be able to say it because it's, uh, it's from Iceland, but it's, I guess it's Reika. Um, and I don't know if that's the right, that's just a very American way of saying it, Reika. So, uh, but it's, uh, yeah, it's vodka that's made in Iceland. Okay. And, it's a cool bottle, which is kind of, I actually yeah. bought it for your boss for a, a Christmas gift Yeah, and bought him a bottle of it. And then I was like, that's a cool bottle. I got to get me one of those sometime. And so I did. And then we tasted it. I was like, this is really good. We yeah. really like it. So, okay. So yeah. let's, let's, uh, let's try our little meal and then we'll talk okay. about the next fun thing. Cheers. Cheers. To vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh. That's real good. Yeah. That's yum. I like it. Yeah. It could so, be really interesting by the end of this podcast. <laughs> well, it's a, I, like I said, I measure everything out, so it's a normal cocktail. <laughs> it's not like jumbo. I know, but like it, it looks, looks really big. Um, although last night we were on a Zoom call with Bree and Jeremy. Yeah. And 
Wait, hold on. You've got like something like is it wet hanging oh, out I from just your mustache? Some, yeah, I just had some, <laughs> I'm sorry. some Moscow mule hanging out on my mustache. <laughs> mustache. 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 Yeah. Uh, so I was making myself old fashions, but you know, I'd had a couple of drinks before we started. Again, we're on vacation. And I, <laughs> um, and so when I was making the old fashions, I wasn't taking into account that the I don't normally measure things out in them. I just do it by eyeball. But I normally have my big, giant, round ice cubes at home. Right. And so not having those here, I realized later that... Well, I, I didn't realize till this morning, actually, that I was making, like, two old fashions in one glass. And I had two of them. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I drank, like, four old fashions while we were so on a Zoom little, call. So you're a little... Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah, I looked at the the bottle of whiskey and I was like, that is way more empty than it should be. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was kind of, you know, fun vacation. I have to point out that, um, I have the window open right now and it's actually for January, not that cold for, um, no, for Coeur d'Alene. Um, but I wanted to be able to hear have the ambiance of hearing the yes. water lapping in the background. But ever so often, it'll sound like children are screaming out there, and it's actually the geese. <laughs> right, lots of geese. Okay, so let's just be quiet just for a couple seconds. Let everybody hear the water. Mm. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. And I realized in that silence that I already am tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> this so. will be a great conversation. Yeah, I know, right? Or not. <laughs> There's only two ways this one we can go. We may just trash this episode. <laughs> yeah, we haven't trashed an episode yet. No, so, we have one. No, one. we never. Mm. No, we. We just never finished we, it. Well, we hardly started it. I mean, we got like a couple yeah. minutes into it. I don't remember what happened. I just remember I was glum that day. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, you were you were really going off on a few people that um, are on like social media doing conversations, podcasting, that sort of thing. And you were kind of going off on that. And I was like, I was? Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, this one could get us in trouble. Wait, I'm not actually following you. I don't know how to interact with this conversation. So I was like, time out. <laughs> and we never finished. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, you know, <laughs> we it all was have actually our days. about Jesus. So just so oh, you know. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. We're beyond that now, that yeah. that whatever that episode was. I don't even care to remember it now. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we thought since, you know, we're out and we're very alone, you know, missing Sydney and the little man, um, that uh, we'd, we'd do a vacation episode again. Because that's where this whole thing started. Yeah. But only we're not, we were planning on being in the R-Pod originally. And now that we're here, it's like, we totally could have made that work. Yeah, we were afraid the pipes would freeze. Yeah, but this is still cool. We got it. We got it. A nice. Yeah. Just yeah. A, a fun. Oh, this is VRBO. really cool. Yeah. And Verbo. Yeah. And I'll put um, pictures up of our, uh, I have a picture of us podcasting here at the sunset. And if nice. anybody's interested in knowing uh, about that uh, rental, we can definitely pass that info on oh, too. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Because it's totally worth it. It's gorgeous. It is. So um, we didn't really talk about what we're going to talk about today. No, we That's didn't. Kinda, yeah. Um, usually we come into these having some some gauge, at least, of like a topic or something like that. Yeah. Um, but but we haven't. You know, I there's there's been like so much 
going on. Like we came here and just kind of, just kind of crashed. Yeah. You know? Um, and then we, you know, we got some concentrated work done too. I mean, we definitely were yeah. going to spend some time doing that, but there's just been a, a lot going on and, you know, for us, for everybody else, um, you know, we had all the, the shit go down in, in Washington and then, and then had a, you know, Biden inaugurated with no issue whatsoever, um, which was yeah, really good to see that it didn't, I don't know what you did right there. I tilted it, it so it was facing me. No, that's where you talk. Oh. <laughs> I don't have headphones on, honey. Right. That's all right. So, um, and then, you know, I have been really avoiding confrontational stuff on social media, like very intentionally. Um, really? Really, you have? Yes. Okay. Well, maybe you just post and no. This is what I was. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about right now. Un, unintentional controversy. I, um, but really because I, you know, and I've talked about this before, you know, on the podcast. But you know, I got into it around election time with just really trying to. I don't even know what the challenge some people's thinking. I think that's the the way to put it. It's <laughs> a nice way of putting it. <laughs> And, uh, and it just got, it just got sideways so fast and which is the way most things on social media go. Well, there's not a whole lot of middle ground right now. No. It's just one side or the other and people are really emotional about the side they're on. So, and so I've just been like actively avoiding it, avoiding conversations, avoiding comments, avoiding, you know, that kind of stuff. And, but I was really struck watching the inauguration um, especially just watching Biden's speech mm-hmm. and just about how different the tone was, um, how it was, it was just very different. I mean, it was very much for uh, full, complete senses with proper English usage <laughs> yeah. of words. Yes, I, there's yeah. that. Mm. Uh, you know, if you don't care count, about that thing, well, if you don't count all of the assholes mocking his, you know, stuttering once in a while or something like that. Yeah. People are stupid. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then just this this call for unity and that you know the for our country to to live up to its greatness to you know and and in fact you know one of the lines that he said that um, it's been repeated a lot but I I heard it and immediately was like oh my god that's that's an amazing thing for him to say that's one of those things that that will be remembered through history is. Uh, you know, he, he quoted Lincoln, you know, talking mm. about when he signed the Emancipation Proclamation. And Lincoln was, I'm going to paraphrase this, I can't remember the exact quote. He was saying that this is the most important thing that he is doing with his presidency and his entire soul is in it. Mm-hmm. And then Biden said, this moment that I stand before you today calling for unity, my entire soul is in this. Mm. And I was just like... That's mm. powerful. That's powerful yeah. to make that call. And it was it was frustrating to you know to see the the pushback on that. And in fact, that was the unintentional, you know, uh you know, I didn't I didn't mean to stir up any controversy in a statement, but I just I basically screenshotted the TV and I just said, you know, this is 
I am I am really liking the different tone of this, you know, yeah. that I I think this is a this is a good thing for our country. And had a number of people that were agreeing with me and, and that sort of thing. And then, you know, just individuals that were like, it's all going to burn now. We're all going to hell. And you know, I'm like, how can you listen to that and then say, we're all going to hell now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, pick something else to say that we're all going to hell for, you know? Um, that was just... So I didn't think it was that controversial. But... Yeah. I think that's the thing right now is that you, it doesn't take much yeah. because like you said, we're, we're so polarized right now. We're so in kind of an opposite. Yeah. And those divides are deep right now too, that it doesn't take much to be quote unquote controversial. Yeah. I think, I think we're living in a very confusing time. People don't understand what constitutional rights actually are. And they don't understand what freedom of speech actually is. They don't, they don't understand what words mean. I mean, honestly, right. I think there's a, a breakdown in historical understanding of who are, you know, what these things are that our country uh, lives by. And when we, when we get into these very polarizing sides, um, we just know to take a side. We don't actually know how to think through what's being said. I walked away from, I had to watch the um, inauguration when I got home from work. Yeah, recorded. it. For yeah, and, um, and I found myself incredibly emotional. I, I think for the, for the first time in four years, I felt like, wow, maybe I can be okay with being an American. Right. Maybe I can be hopeful about the future. Um, I felt like the celebration, the post-inauguration celebration was so colorful so inclusive, um, so well-planned um, in terms of, you know, let's represent America, um, including both sides of that frickin' aisle that exists. Right. And, and I think um, it made me hopeful that we have somebody who actually wants to make um, positive change for all the people, not just one side right. of the people. And um, that I can get on board with. Um, so, you know, and it helps that he can finish sentences, you know, actually finish them. Yes, there is that. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just kind of, uh, mind blowing to realize what we have, um, dealt with for the last four years. Is there right. somebody down there or is that geese honking? I don't know. I can't no. tell. I was, I was looking to see. But, um, I, I am finding whew, myself really um i don't know i'm 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 hopeful but i am exhausted I'm yeah. e i am exhausted with this um with covid i am um yeah i did get my shot so yeah uh, which is awesome yeah that was good the first um, one the first one and um i did have a pretty strong reaction to it um but it yeah, wasn't. Yeah, I mean, not it, an it, allergic reaction. No, 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 not you didn't an have allergic a reaction to it. it. I mean, um, it's pretty typical of me with immunizations in yeah. general. Is that my body feels it, and uh, it was kind of exciting in the sense of wow, my this whole idea of the science behind this particular um, vaccine, right. 
and going, oh, it's working, it's working, it's doing its thing, you know, my body's, you know, trying to fight something and it's learning and um, I'm pretty mm, fascinated, yeah. you know, by the whole thing. So, um, but I still have, you know, the second one to go through. I'm really anxious for the rest of our family to be able to get this vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> No clue, clue when that's going to happen. No. So that is one of my other hopes is that um, as we have a president now who wants to actually take this very seriously yeah. and have a plan in place to see what unfolds over time. So, yeah. You know, I can't help but think, you know, like saying how hopeful we were that inauguration and the, what it represented and his speech and all that kind of stuff and other people that are like, oh, we're all going to hell. and Right. I mean, it, I know it is that way every single election. Uh, yeah. I mean, every fucking time there is one side who it's all going to burn and there's another side that's like, you know, world peace. You know, <laughs> this is this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. And it's like I I don't want to be um, I, I, I don't want to be dismissive, mm -hmm. you know, of of the other side's uh, angst over this either yeah. because I sure as hell felt it when Trump was elected, yeah. you know? Um, but God, I mean, it's like if there was ever a clearer, more distinct difference between <laughs> one president to the next, yeah, could you get any further apart? No. You know? I mean, we were talking last night about how we have aged 10 years in one year. Yeah. Like, as a nation. And um, understanding that this isn't just about a presidency. This isn't just about COVID. This isn't just about um, racial issues that have become extremely prominent and um, forced us all to rethink how we've been thinking. Right. This is all of it together. And um, – we have had major, major things to wrestle with internally, each one of us individually. And I, and I think uh, sometimes we need to just sit back and recognize that, kind of honor that process in ourselves and um, take a deep breath and know that this is, this is going to take time. Um, we do need some immediate changes to happen yeah. so that we all survive, that we quit dying from COVID, but, um, but it is going to take time to get there. Um, I, I personally, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media around the COVID vaccine, um, regarding, I, I see people trying to make a case for the fact that they've gotten the COVID vaccine. Um, most of this is health workers at this point, um, and saying, I've done my research. I've, you know, I've made this decision for myself. It's a personal decision or um, I am choosing to do this for this, this, and this reason. And I kind of just want to say, y you don't have to justify this decision. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have to keep making a reason why I made the decision to get my vaccine. I don't want COVID. I got the vaccine. Right. Plain and simple. We do not have to justify this to the rest of America who says vaccines are bad. Or this vaccine is bad. Right. Um, that it's okay to do this thing for ourselves and for our community. Right. Um, I'm, I just don't feel like I have to defend that um, to the world. And I just, I wish other people didn't feel like they had to defend that answer. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's 
God, why are we, why are we defending our ability to protect ourselves from a pandemic? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I've had, I've had a few drinks, but. <laughs> what is that? that is, no, Are you because, like defending what you're saying? No, 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 because I, I just don't have any, I don't have any grace in my voice right now. Um, well, for different it, thinking. Yeah, I. I know this is a thing. I mean, this is a thing that that you and I have been talking about a lot, you know, mm-hmm. just at how there is a there is a problem with um you know, the uh conspiracy, you know, all in people. Mm-hmm. Um not and not people toying with conspiracies, you know. I toy with some conspiracies cuz it's fun. It doesn't make one lick of difference, one bit of difference. I don't know where I was going with lick there. Lick. Oh. <laughs> it, it doesn't make one bit of difference um, for how, decisions I make in my life or how I orient my day or what I do. You know, it's not. But, you know, we're talking about the people that, you know, well, I mean, you know, the Q conspiracies and, you know, and all that shit. Um, you, you know, and that are actively science denying that are active uh pandemic denying that are active global warming you know climate change denying that are active i mean all of these things that you know and it it, there is a problem that exists right now like it's like it's not just a small group of people there's a lot of people i I think what some of us were feeling after the inauguration was Oh my gosh, sanity can be real. Like yeah, it, it yeah. can exist, and I feel like we've been living in this um, upside down and backwards world where we can't see up from down anymore. What is real? What isn't real? And now we have um, we have science making decisions about this pandemic, and we have. Um, processes that are starting to be put into place right actual real processes and um and i think whether you agree with you know capitalism or socialism doesn't really matter i would like to i would like to survive i would like my family members to survive and at some point we've got to all get on board i mentioned on your post (laughs) i was like i am so tired of hearing the phrase the other side of the aisle and, and going just freaking get a new seating chart. Yeah. Like at some point, do we, do we just mix this up and we just say it has to not be about that. It has to actually be about what is good for us as a people. Um, and at some point they're going to have to get their big girl panties on and figure out how to agree to keep us all alive. And I think the other, the other part of this too is that, you know, for those of us who breathed that big sigh of relief, mm-hmm. you know, on, especially, you know, on on Wednesday, right. you know, on inauguration day, um, we can't just be like, oh, thank God it's over, and then sit back. Oh gosh, no. You know, we, you know. Democrats are in, in, 
you know, are in charge of the House now. They're in charge of the Senate. We have a Democrat in the, the White House. Okay, we can just set back, yeah. you know. And I, I say we, again, I still don't claim to be a Democrat, um, but I... Sure, sound but, like a Republican. Well, <laughs> I'm... <laughs> speaking of not going too deep on sides... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that now, now more than ever. <laughs> I hate that phrase. I hate that phrase so much. Oh my god! I hate I it as much as the it. word deconstruction. Like those two things go hand in hand for me. It is super important in this day and age. <laughs> super important is such great word usage. Right. <laughs> that uh, that we hold those leaders who we breathe a sigh of relief over that we hold them accountable that we say listen we believe we voted you in to 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 bring unity back to bring sanity back to you know to move forward uh priorities of people mm-hmm. over uh economy and yeah. you know not getting into the you know, how there's overlap there, but, um, people's lives, people's, um, people's being, their health, their, I mean, uh, all of that. Right. Right. And, and actually hold, hold these leaders to what they, what they promised, you know, hold them to the, this incredible, uh, opportunity they have of being in control of the whole thing. Right now, yeah. I mean, the the power of that. Quite honestly, that it's it's usually better when it's more balanced. <laughs> you know, um, it's usually balanced. It's yeah, usually better. Except when- I think we learned this last time around that the half and half thing uh, kept us at a stalemate for four years. It, yeah, because in the, which is why I'm saying that it's an incredible opportunity that that must be used responsibly. Right. Um, that that must be used to forward the agenda of good and right, right. and um, and could you not be so excited though that the administration that has been chosen to lead us into this this next phase of our of our um, country is so colorful, so well represented. Yeah, that was very intentional. So, yeah, yeah, but it's. Um, it's very representative representative of America in general. Um, all, the different s- sectors of America, the different um, uh, just the voices that need to be heard of inequalities are right. being placed in these positions to say it's time that you have a seat at this table long overdue um, to to be part of moving this country forward. And if you have a problem with that, then you probably need to look at your racial issues. Right. Um, because this is exciting. This is the most American uh, representation. Wait, how do I say that? The most, uh, the closest representation of America that we have ever had in an administration um, to date. And that is really exciting to me that mm-hmm. we might actually get 
uh, voices heard that haven't been heard before, at least not at this level. Um, so I'm excited about that. Could that bring something to this this power that you're talking about um, to say, you know, just because it's all Democrat right now doesn't mean that the agendas don't need to be looked at as a whole. You know, I hope this is a real bipartisan era that we can walk into. Um, I hope that is the, um, the effort moving forward. Yeah. Um, but I also hope uh, between you and me and everyone out there um, that we can shut some of this uh, ignorant shit down. The stuff that is floating around that is only harming other human right. beings and harming our neighbor um, needs to stop. Right. Um, and we need, we need to, we need to stop that. It's, it's right. not good for anyone. Um, it's violent, it's, um, unproductive, um, and it's harmful. So, um, I think there's some things that really just need to be shut down. Other things that really need both voices to be heard. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I think it sparked something, some conversation between you and I as far as what we want to do in the future and what conversations we want to keep having, um, what spaces we want to create for people. Um, and one of those that we've been talking about this weekend has been that many of us who have come from the Christian faith um, are really struggling to understand what the hell happened this last four years that the faith that I grew up with doesn't look the same as the faith I've seen, particularly in this last year, but maybe more so over the last four years. That, um, yeah. that particularly we, in the evangelical tradition, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. That we are actually going. What? Wait a minute. I I don't actually align with that, but so many people of my same faith are aligning with that. What does that mean? It's a really right. confusing time. Right for um, those who profess Christianity. And that is one thing that you and I have talked about is um, this great kind of exodus from the evangelical Christianity into something that is more um, authentically representative of Jesus himself. Um, What does that look like? Where do those of us land that can't, you know collect with with that uh, I can't find a home in that yeah, tradition anymore yeah. yeah and um so we're talking about creating a space of um conversation of understanding what it is that um all of this time has done to us and how we can find the divine um in spite of this chaos and confusion of christianity so yeah yeah, and um, and in that, <laughs> it's it's even identifying, the, you know, part of what we've been talking about is identifying those that are that are just feeling like like this just doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah, and they don't, you know, and because I think there's, I think there are a a good number of people out there who are just like, you know, well, this is what I believe. And these are 
this yeah. is where I've always gone to church and these are the people I've always been with, but it just feels different now, yeah. you know? We're um, really coming into having to balance out. Yeah, some of my best friends are are in a gay marriage, uh, but my church doesn't let them participate other than sitting in the pew. So I don't know how to handle this. Yeah, and that's a really progressive evangelical church that lets them sit in the pew. Right, right. <laughs> but I think I think what we, what Christianity was allowing to kind of exist without addressing it, yeah. we've been forced to address at, um, on a on a structural level. Yeah. And some denominations are very progressive about that and are very open and affirming and um, inclusive and all of those things. And others are um, kind of sticking their stake in the ground. And right. um, and I think that leaves a lot of us who come from the evangelical Christian background going, where do I fit in all of this? Um, how do I understand what it is that I believe? I'm in constant conflict. <laughs> You're the geese. You're the geese. <laughs> It's like a party on the lake. <laughs> we weren't invited. I know. That's how they are going nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I feel like I would like to create some kind of space where people are allowed to ask all the questions that they have um, around this without being pressured to make a decision about what church they go to or, um, you, you know, just, just free to ask the questions, free to process. And, um, and also I think if we're really honest, I think you and I have come to this conclusion that evangelical Christianity is oppressive, um, in its structure. Yeah. And painting with a very broad brush, understandably, but, right. but yeah, in, in large part, yes. Yeah. And often racist mm -hmm. um, and um, anti-equality. And so when we start to look at the message of Jesus himself, we're finding great contradiction between those two things. And um, we know that there are many people that feel the same way. We've already gone through much of this process of, you know, figuring out where we land with it all. Um so I think, you know, I'm excited. That's part of what we're doing this weekend is creating, um, brainstorming, all of that to create a space where, where we can, we can figure that out. Yeah. Um, without starting another church. Yeah, no, 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 no. I don't no, want to start a to church. Nothing to do with that. Um, I do think it's important to point out that when we talk about that view of evangelicalism, that that is that is the the loudest sections of it so that's what um that's what becomes most prominent and that's what becomes uh because it's it's most vocal it's mm -hmm. most active within politics you know all that sort of thing and so that's what the evangelical movement as wide and varied as it is is becoming largely known for mm -hmm. um and um it doesn't mean that that you know evangelicals 
you know, who are attending those churches, you know, are necessarily racist or oppressive themselves or, or that sort of thing. But it's, it's this, the systems that, mm-hmm. um, are the foundation of, um, largely evangelical, uh, orthodoxies and theologies, um, tend to come out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of what we think is just incredibly improper views of, of God and improper views of, uh, of us as human beings and then improper views of the relationship between God and us as human yeah. beings. Um, well, there's, now there's so just somebody many, out there. <laughs> there's so many weird sounds happening out there. I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted from this what you're saying. This is going such a great episode. With, <laughs> with all the other notes in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, it is something that we're working on and um, we're excited about it and wrestling with it a lot Yeah. Um, and trying to flesh it out and what it is that, I mean, we're trying to get to like really the heart of it, the meat of it that we want to, you know, inspire that we, that we want to um, give our, our time and attention mm-hmm. and, efforts to, you know, on, you know, to, to reach out to others and, and that sort of thing. So it, it is, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal for mm-hmm. us right now. Um, and we don't have any kind of time frame on it. I mean, but. No, but I think, um, I think you and I are, we, we've, <laughs> we've tried to put a lot of things into place in our life that, um, support our bills support our you know way yeah. of life you know just just to just make to ends exist. meet just to exist <laughs> and um and for a while there that that did exist by you being a pastor in the church um and when we stepped away from that you know there's this pulling between what we knew and hey this this we were we were actually in in within that structure, we were very privileged to dream and brainstorm what it was we felt like the community needed and right. to move forward in that. And so that was a really exciting um, space to be in, um, even within the construct of the church as it was. And yet now we're in this other space where we're not part of that construct, nor do we want to go back into that right. construct. But looking at, you know, we're looking at how we support our family, how we support each other, how we move forward in the future. And we we actually have worked really hard to move away from this conversation. Yeah, we have. <laughs> and yeah. saying, hey, there's a lot of other things in life be- besides this. But we've also, every time we come back to this conversation, we find ourselves um, very drawn to it. Um, and we've even had people kind of speak things to us about how, hey, every time you talk about this, there's a whole different presence about you. And so we're trying to pay attention to those things and see if, can we be part of, um, moving people through a healing process from evangelical Christianity to, um, truly beautiful spiritual experience with the divine. Right. Um, 
that is more self-actualized and more owned by the individual than by the structure or system of, you know, an elder board or whatever it might look like in that particular church construct. So um, we're not wanting to create something that looks or feels like the pendulum swing from coming away from a church structure, more as helping people um, really think through what it is that they actually um, believe or think um, from their faith to their politics. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we kind of unfold there and um, move into. In the meantime, I mean, we'll keep talking about it here. You know, as yeah, well, because we talk about things, <laughs> you know, nobody wants to hear about. Right. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> you don't know what that means? It means that <laughs> we're not viral yet. <laughs> oh, got it, got it, got it, yeah. Um, oh, that's just around the corner, so. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think we should close the window now. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on next door. <laughs> Somebody... <laughs> <laughs> Somebody decided to show move up their party on, <laughs> on the, the balcony next to ours. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> could be an right. interesting night that we <laughs> it could be it unaware could be. of now. Yeah, um, we may just uh, yeah park ourselves. We may just turn the mic on just to just to see just to all record the, fun the party. I know, right? <laughs> right. Okay, I do have a question for you though. Okay, and if this takes us over time, yeah, you know it. I know right. how that bugs you, but. Um, how are you, how are you doing in all of this crazy, weird world of being my house husband and <laughs> reinventing your career and navigating this new world? How are you? Uh, was that too vulnerable for a nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just go in your hole? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. The thing that I have that I have issue with with having that kind of conversation is less about it being too vulnerable for me, and more about my um, nine empathy saying. Mm-hmm everybody is having a hard time and why would I go on about my hard time when everybody's having a hard time? Because know? somebody might um, connect with your hard time. They might, but you know, but at the same time, there's a, there's a part of me that's like, I don't know that I'm having a super hard time. Okay. Um, that's valid. Yeah. But then the side of that is then I don't want to be that asshole. That's like, Life is great, and everybody else is like, "Well, no, it's not." You know? <laughs> and, I know, um, I know for a fact you have struggled with the fact that you have been the income um, yeah. provider for yes. the majority of our life, at least the higher earner in our household, and this has been quite a blow for you. Yeah. Okay. Except this is. It has been, but there's also been this incredible learning opportunity in it too for me to progress in my feminism. That why is that a thing? 
Why is it? Why am I feeling weird? Because you know I'm the one that should be. Who says I'm the one that should be making the money? Who says that? You know, uh, all that kind of stuff. Evangelical so, Christianity. Yes, I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so there has been this this thing for me where it's like, uh, it doesn't. You know, I I don't I don't struggle with not being the primary wage earner anymore. What I've been struggling with is that is trying to get things off the ground to to bring to to be a contributor <laughs> to the to the wage pool. Um and you're and, really good at grocery shopping now. I am. I'm, I'm getting super, super good at it. In fact, I like to stock up <laughs> so much. So much. We have wine we hidden have in the garage somewhere. <laughs> three boxes of garbage bags in the garage because I get to the store and I'm like, do we have garbage bags? I better get one. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, no, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like I have grown a lot in this time. I think I have dealt with a lot of things in this time. I think that I, yeah, of course, I have hard days. Um, yeah. I wasn't really prepared to talk on this podcast how sometimes I crack and cry in your lap, you know, when you get home from a hard day at work, and, <laughs> you know, and, um, but that happens. Yeah. Um, where sometimes I just get overwhelmed, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's all of that. But I I don't know. I, I feel like I, I, I feel like there's been, like, this incredible opportunity to grow and to develop and to... Reinvent. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm hopeful. I mean, some of the stuff that I'm, I'm working on for, you know, my, you know, for just for real estate, for marketing and that sort of thing, um, it's really starting to take off, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's exciting for me. Yeah. And it, that's those are tools that I can put it towards anything else that we're working on too. You know, right. so I'm like, well, that's that's a really awesome opportunity that I had to you know to learn that and you know go down that road and blah blah blah. And you stuff. have this amazing opportunity to bond with Asher. I right do. Now. We have a, I mean, we're buds. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're tight. He is like glued to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, you know, I was telling Sid this a little bit ago, um, but for, you know, any other kids that she might have in her life, if she does, um, any kids that, that Kaylee might have in her life, you know, if, if she chooses to do that, um, none of them will have the relationship with us and in particular me that Asher does. It's it just is very unique it's circumstances. It's a unique circumstance. It's a unique opportunity. Yeah. And I don't want to ever take it for granted. Yeah. Um, and so I just don't. So it's, yeah, it's pretty incredible. He's, um, he has this beautiful way of, um, he's learned how to say, I love you in sign language. Yeah. You know, like his hands <laughs> crossed across them. Yeah. His is more like arms folded, but yeah. it's, it's super cute. And the other day I came home from work. And as soon as he hears me pull up in the driveway, he he runs this little pitter-patter over to the <laughs> gate at the top of the stairs. And so when I open the door, he's standing there. Yeah. And the other day I came home, and he's standing there with his arms crossed. I love you. Yeah. And oh, my gosh. I'm like, you know, no matter what goes on in my day or my week, seeing that at the top of the, my stairs when I walk home, 
or walk in the door is uh, life giving. Yeah, and it's right. It's a it's a it's a privilege. It's a unique experience that we likely won't have with other grandchildren, um, just because of one because of COVID and two because you know we're supporting Sydney to finish school. So it's it's a beautiful um, opportunity. Um, but I think you watching you and Asher, watching what you do for our home. Um, you know, it, we have space now together in the evenings that we never did when you worked retail. You were coming home well after dinner time. And we had dinner and we had second dinner or we had really late dinner. Right. And um, now we come home and we have our wine and dine nights and HelloFresh arrives and we make a new meal together. And, and <laughs> the yeah. other night we had Asher sitting on the counter with us as we were doing this, like... He's learned cheers, which might be, you know, a problem down the road. But right now, it's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we ha- we do have these unique experiences um, with the effects of COVID, of this pandemic yeah. on our family. And I look at those and I go, okay, we wouldn't have this if it wasn't for this unique thing that we're all involved right. in. Um. But it doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that it doesn't come with no. adjustment and, yeah. Um, first of all, I appreciate what you're saying. <laughs> um, you know, there's. I'm reminded of, of this, um, thing that I read. This is a, this was man could have been well over a year ago. Um. It's but, 10 if it was the COVID year. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where it was talking about how um, it takes a positive experience. Like, it, it takes you, like, intentionally thinking about that positive experience for seven seconds for it to imprint upon your brain. Mm. Whereas negative things imprint instantaneously. Yeah. And so when you look at coming through a year like we all did and it, and it didn't just end at the new year. God, right. No, it didn't. Um, like the opportunities for negative things to, to imprint upon our brains is like a barrage. Yeah. And so it is, it has become monumentally important to find the beautiful things, to find mm-hmm. the good things, and then just to sit with those. Yeah. And just, in, because if we don't, all yeah. it will be is just this overwhelming, overwhelming avalanche of shit. Yeah. And confusion and disorientation. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's, that's been a big learning thing for me this year. Um, and so, you know, yeah, things, I'm not going to pretend like things aren't hard. You know, I'm not going to pretend like they don't get hard at times. Um, I, I want, I want to be intentional about imprinting good and love, light, beauty, 
because we have to. We have to, or else, I mean, we just we just go down the tubes. So yeah. So yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> your question took me off guard for for a lot of th- reasons, um, <laughs> but um, but that's that's what I would say. Um, but yeah, but like right now, I mean that you know we have this 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 time to get away in the space and you know we're catch sunsets in our wine glasses yeah yeah (laughs) um and we're gonna make a a fun meal tonight and we're just gonna just just relax just enjoy each other it's so hard to relax it is i have been in survival mode like hardcore survival mode for a year now and yeah um, and I'm finding it so hard to remember how to rest. Yeah. You know, I, I talk to my clients about what it means to rest and give space for, um, everything from meditation to reflection to evaluation. And, and yet I find myself, um, having a really hard time giving giving permission i i am feeling the weight the burden of what it means to go to work every day and come home to my family who's already at home and you know sometimes i think i work just to have insurance benefits um just because you know i'm not i'm not sure how much contribution i'm actually making (laughs) to our household as a whole but um but between that and a my <laughs> between that and my business, um, sometimes I feel like all I know how to do is um, is uh, keep moving to the next thing, to the next thing. You know, come home, have dinner with everybody, go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, have dinner with everybody, go to bed, and and keep you know doing that thing, and um, trying to provide space for us to be you know, for me to be present and to be in, involved in passionate yeah. things that we were passionate about. Um, and that's, um, that's wearing. Um, so I, f- I feel like you and I have done some big role switches. Um, I think you're much better at house husband than I was at housewife. <laughs> <laughs> You're really kind of good at no, this. No, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> listen, we're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> um, no, but I, I, but I'm finding that um, that I am. I wrestle with feeling a little bit of guilt over not being to our household what I used to be. Right. Um, I don't imagine that we're that much different than a lot of people out there. Um, that COVID has uprooted um, normalcy to a such a such an extent that dad is now at home with the kids while they're doing school yeah, from home I, yeah you know like yeah. there's so many interesting scenarios of what has happened um because of covid right um and maybe maybe we just need a lot more um grace and support for each other in this time than just survival 
Um, how can we find ways of thriving in the midst of all of this rather than just say, waiting for normal to come back again? I don't think it's coming back. Um, I think we have to readjust to what new looks like. You know, one of the, <clears throat> one of the best things for me um, in this time, honestly, has been with my real estate business is that I, uh, um, I signed up for a marketing course you know, specifically for mm-hmm. real estate. And the very first thing that they taught was stop trying to sell yourself as a real estate agent and sell your community mm-hmm. and then offer your services as a real estate agent within that community. Yeah. And what that forced me to do was to find all the beauty in our community. Even in the community. <laughs> and to find all You the, have found some amazing some things. Some amazing things. And and I like it's a part of my job now to go out there and find good things. Mm. Um, mm. and to find good and, stuff. and I have it has it has done so much for my outlook on things. Mm. Um, because I am like I'm intentionally having to find good so that I can like like this thing coming up you mentioned to me about um what is it like a murder mystery that's going to happen yeah. throughout all of Spokane? Yeah, it's like a live I'm action so there. murder mystery through the streets of Spokane that you have to go get a little group together and go solve it. You ah, know? so um, there. It's not happening for a few months, and so hopefully a lot of people will be vaccinated by then. And yeah, you know, we can do that. that. Kind of yeah, stuff. but you know, I was even thinking. I mean, our family is you know is a pod, right? Um, and even just our you know getting our family together and going and doing it, which is Ooh, be a- so. If you want to have your pod <laughs> compete against our pod, our pod. in the murder mystery, our, in- pod. <laughs> our pod, our pod. Oh, ah, <laughs> this Jeez. could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway. See, look what you just did for me. Like, it's just, um, it's so easy for me to get overwhelmed and and um, just weighed down by the exhaustion. And when you it find... It is for all of us. Yeah. yeah. But, but you just bringing up, hey, there could be something fun and it's completely different than something we would have chosen pre-COVID. Right. We would have never found that not that we wouldn't have found it interesting it's just that it's a completely different format than the way we would have done interesting before right yeah i think Mm. that's a good note to go out on yeah (laughs) um especially because it's getting on dinner time now and i really want to go make that dinner yeah sounds yum yeah um this is i i really enjoy our times doing this podcast mm-hmm. um, I have since we started doing it I can't even imagine not doing it you know um, and I, I feel like we usually come away with a win at the end I know there's been some times when we've just been hard times and mm-hmm. we've you know later apologized because that was a grumpy episode or whatever you know? sassy I think <laughs> is the word episode. we used um <laughs> But yeah, I just love doing this with you. Yeah. Peace. Okay, Okay, let's go eat. (laughs)